On this episode, we've got some slick new uniforms, preseason football, and Duncan will venture to Detroit to catch Law Firm and the Breakers. Crack those cold ones, it's the Argos Fancast. You can find us at Argos Fancast or anywhere you find your friendly neighborhood podcast. Just search Argos Fancast or even easier, go directly to Spotify, search Argos Fancast. We're right there. We're powered by Spotify for podcasters. I'm Clay Chisholm. You can find me at All Kinds of Clay. And joining us, as always, our resident historian from ArgoFans.com. He is our VP of Football Operations, Will Gertler, MBA. Hi, everybody. You can find me on Twitter at ArgoFans or at www.argofans.com. And from the double blue order, Sir Douglas of House Ballinger, second of his name, Lord of Section 116, Warden of the South Side, and Protector of the Realm. Just as a little aside here, because you said crack open a cold one. Oh yeah. You can find me on Twitter at DougB519. You can find the Double Blue Order on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Do a search for a Double Blue Order. You'll find us. And then uh, you can also get some merch of it. That's available. I'll explain what happened. But you can get merch. You can get Double Blue Order merch. DoubleBlueOrder.ca We had the, the Argos a- annual blue and white game uh, this past weekend. We've got some... Uh, Stuff around uh, training camp. We've got new uniforms. You guys went to Detroit to see Law Firm. Where do you, where do we want to start here? Well, blue I, and I white. Start with the scrimmage. Yeah, the... blue and white. Yeah, let's start blue and white. Yeah, so we, we had the the uh, the blue and white game, uh, the Argos annual blue and white game, where it's the, the Argos versus the Argos, or in this case, scenario versus Argos. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was held uh, this past Sunday, at, or the past Monday, actually, at uh, Alumni Stadium at the University of Guelph, where they're holding the training camp. Now, I didn't get to see a lot of it, but you guys were there for the majority of it. Um, what, what, did, what stood out from what you guys saw? Well, first off, credit to both. Clay and Doug on wearing their Argos fan cast. Yeah, because someone didn't want to be part of the team. I didn't want to be part of the team, apparently. Look, we didn't have to think, we didn't think that you needed to be told. Doug and I didn't talk about it. We just, we just did it. But I I did wear it yesterday at the office, so. All right, that's acceptable. So so my coworkers who don't give two shits about the CFL, you know. Well, now they. The Argos fan cast uh, is now. Well, maybe they can get start giving half a shit. It's a start. It, half a shit is still better than no shits. Yeah. It'll be difficult. <laughs> oh, well, it doesn't hurt to try. Uh, did you guys have, like, I don't, like, it's, I was there to see, um, uh, who was there? Who were, I was there to see Brian Scott at quarterback and uh, the and Cameron Dukes, both of those guys look good, good to me. Did you guys get to see much of Chad Kelly and Ben Holmes? Yes. Um, 
Chad looked pretty good. Accurate. I think Ben Grant said he was completed 10 to 12 of his passes. Yeah, a little, you know, pretty much what we saw last year. A lot of zip on that ball and uh, two touchdown throws. Nice. Doug, was there anything that stood out stood out to you? Running game. God, I love AJ Oulette. Or Oulette, <laughs> sorry. Oh, man. There's a Canadian you coming out there. Yeah, yeah, I know. Always, I mean, I mean, I get the same. I mean, to be quite honest, I get the same thing. I, I get the French inflection on my last name whenever I stay anywhere in Canada. Sorry, you know. So, but hey, look, I, I, I made when I, when, when I first met you, I had to ask you how you said your last name. Mm-hmm. Because they, yeah. Yeah, but uh, Frenchman. Not at least as far as I know, I'm not French. Um, but anyway, yeah, the running, running game, I thought looked really, really solid. And, uh, of course, and let's, we can also talk about the secondary as well. I saw that they made some pretty, there, there was some couple of stiff hits that were going on during, during the, during a scrimmage. Yeah, yeah. there's gotta be a bit of that though. You know, like, I know, I know you can't go kid gloves, right? But like. Some of them were, like I said, some of them were, some of them were a little snug. You don't want to hurt the guys, but at the same time, you gotta, gotta have a little contact. Yeah. You know, like, it, speaking from somebody who used to play defense and, and DB at times, it, it, you know, you, you, you need a little bit of that just to, just to kind of get you in the feel of it. Cause sometimes it just doesn't feel like you're fully into it unless there, unless he hit something mm. or at least yeah. somebody on your so, a team may hit something, mm-hmm. you know, preferably not a goalpost. It doesn't work for, I mean, there's two sides to this, like a, like a running, it's hard for the running game to sort of like, cause you can't simulate, you know, breaking a tackle or something like that. Or, you know, like EJ Willette likes to run through people like a bulldozer. You can't simulate that. No. No, but you really can't. Like, you know, uh, defensive players, they can't, you know, you can't say whether a guy is wrapping up properly or. You know whether truly it would have, whether truly it would have been a sack or not. Mm-hmm. But that's what we have coming up. This weekend is all about. Very true. Yes, the preseason gets underway, or well, the preseason gets underway for the t- for the team that matters. Uh, yeah, our preseason gets under our like the proper preseason starts to get underway here. There was one preseason game last week or Monday. Yeah. Yeah. And let's talk. Yeah. Yeah. We can. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a quick second. eh? apparently they get I mean, bad enough that Edmonton's on fire. Right. And the smoke was blown into Calgary. 
And they had and, to del- delay, and it tur- delay, turned delay. it into yeah, turned it into friggin' Blade Runner. Then the smoke cleared out, and then they get like a massive rainstorm that reminded me anyway from some of the stuff I saw on Twitter that reminded me of the 2017 Labor Day game. Yep. And we even saw some uh, pictures from uh, inside McMahon. Uh. Which wasn't, you know, when they, when they, you know, suggested everybody seek immediate shelter, apparently uh. inside McMahon wasn't that immediate. Because um, there was <laughs> leaks, several of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you play in the oldest stadium in the Canadian Football League. Well, no, it's not technically. No, it's not. No, it's Molson just Stadium. It's the one. oldest stadium in the Canadian Football League. Yeah, I haven't been there. I can't. I can't speak to whether or not the uh, whether or not the it it might be prone to leaks. Which one? Molson Stadium. Uh. No, I think they leave that to the other stadium in Montreal. That's prone to leaks. That's prone to a lot of things. Yes. Either way, tell- either way, I think um, Calgary, what they should be doing is pursuing a naming right, pursuing a naming rights agreement with uh, Flex Seal. <laughs> Slap some of that stuff on there. Oh yeah, Field Field at McMahon Stadium. I like it. I like it. You know, we got we got the brick field at Commonwealth Stadium. Mm-hmm. Flex Seal Flex Seal Field at uh, McMahon Stadium. That works. I think it, it sounds like it works to me. Yeah. By the way, as an aside though, that 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 naming rights thing with the Blank blank field at blank blank park is the stupidest fucking thing ever. Well, okay, I hate to throw Saskatchewan under the bus here. Meep, meep. But they were the ones that started it in the CFL. Because technically, it was right. It was, yeah, you're right. It was the the it was Mosaic Stadium, and Taylor Field was the the playing surface. So they opened the door to all of this. They started they at least with that at least with game. that trend. Yeah, and you know you can throw an honorable mention to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. But yeah, that that door with the you know field and stadium and arena, whatever you want to do, that that was as far as CFL circles are concerned, it was opened by Saskatchewan. But Taylor Field at Mosaic Stadium really did not catch on that well. Just like Brick Field at Commonwealth is not caught 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 on very well either. No, they, they, still, they still call it Commonwealth Stadium. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, they're never, you know, like Olympic stadiums or stadiums that host Olympic like events like Commonwealth Stadium. You know, they're never going to want to change their name to something corporate. So they're stuck with the brick field thing. Yeah, and I think that they uh, got their money's worth out of the brick for that one because, yeah, other than seeing the advertisement on the field, you really never hear anybody say brick field. As it should be. Yeah. And anybody was wondering, Calgary ended up winning that game 29-24 over yes. Edmonton. It's preseason football, so, you know, Rules are made up and the points don't matter. Exactly. Um, you do one, it's like, uh, whatever. You know, Drew Carey there. Yeah. I And the the other thing that that we should probably touch on, and I know you guys weren't didn't get a chance to uh, see how well it turned out, but the, the CFL launched a uh, their new online platform. Uh, which is going to include all the uh, preseason games. And for those who were outside of the TSN viewing area, um, you can watch the games online um, that are obviously not on, you know, CBS Sports Network in the U.S. and all around the world, right at CFL.ca. And from other than a couple people, you know, some people having some trouble getting the uh, the feed to load up. Initially, I th- I think it uh, turned out pretty well. From what I heard, everybody said the quality was pretty good. And uh, the, you know, they had, they had the local radio call, um, which they said that's, that's how that's, they're going to do that with the local radio call on um, yep. these and graphics. Everything looked pretty good. Yep. Oh, that's my, uh, understanding this how it looked by i caught you know the last two minutes and yes it did look rather good it didn't look like something that honestly like i know we harp on things and, and lots of people you know like to kick the cfl uh when they're down but Honestly, I wasn't expecting a whole lot, and what I saw, I was actually pleasantly surprised with. So I'll have to, I'll have to check this out then. Kudos to the CFL for uh, getting something right. Now, I guess we can move on to the the well, the only preseason game that matters this week. Even though the even though the rules are made up and the points don't matter, but it's it's still a game against them, so let's pound them into the dirt. Saturday, Saturday May twenty seventh at four o'clock Eastern time. We are uh, playing the Hamilton Tie Cats, and is this is are they doing it at Tim Hortons Field or are they doing it at uh what's at Tim Hortons Field? 
Yeah, it's a Morton's Field. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah, a, yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah. You know, we're, we're the only we're the only team that has to play their home preseason game not at our home stadium. See, I kind of like that though. I cut, you know, I I I'm all for doing the doing the preseason game where you're holding training camp. Oh. You I know? think it just looks bad. I'm all for it. I think I think I think you know when Saskatchewan does it, they're in Saskatoon for their training camp. I think they should be doing it there. You know, BC BC's in the in in the Okanagan. Usually for the I, I assume they're in the Okanagan. So that's where they normally do it. Um, they should have their training. They, they should have their preseason game there. Mm. Calgary and Edmonton are two different th- two different things and. Ottawa, same deal. And they have no idea where Montreal is doing their preseason. Trois-Rivières. Yeah, have the game there. Three rivers. So, yeah. I, I may be in the minority, but I I like it. You know, it, it it's... It's not giving up a... a I don't want to sound like an oxymoron here because we are giving up a home game for a neutral site game, but it's um, not giving up a regular season game and giving a local audience outside of your direct market a taste of the game a little bit. And usually, you know, usually there's some pomp and circumstance goes along with some of that stuff. So, Especially if you're the riders. And apparently the BC Lions now. So, we got this game on Saturday at Tim Hortons Field. We're taking on the Ticats. Mm -hmm. Do we think... I mean, you know, it's preseason, so we're, we're, we're looking for some individual uh, turnout. What, what, who do you want to see and what do you want to see out of them? Will? Well, uh, I want to figure out this backup quarterback situation. Who's going to take the ball by the horns and run with it. I wouldn't mind seeing, I understand from practice that, Priester and Danielson have been forming the boundary corner and halfback respectively and have done fairly well. I wouldn't mind seeing if that combination is going to work in game action. And kind of just want to see these new uniforms in actual game action. Yeah, I think with Jamal Peters going down, that's that's one of the things that we we highlighted and Ben met, made mention of it on our last show. That that's you know an area that uh, we all want to see how it's going to shape up, who's going to take hold of those uh, those corner spots, and uh, hopefully that you know, yeah, you said Priester and uh, Robertson Daniel and Robertson Daniel, yeah, a. a yeah, I, I'm hoping those guys can can do it there. If not, hope we've got some other. I want to see a Darius Pickett. 
from everything I've read about about uh, his his move to Toronto and um, his attitude towards everything is it's it, it's all in the up and up. He actually wanted to come here. And really, he, yeah, yeah. Wow. This was this was his first choice. Huh. So when the when the Argos offered him, he took it. Nice. So he, and I think he's even made the made the comment that uh, Toronto felt like a place I can call home. I that's the kind of guy I want on my team. Mm, I agree. But with all this positive energy that I've seen out of him, I want to I want to see how he meshes with how he meshes with the the guys in the field. Yeah. You know, I know we're probably not going to see, you know, be able to tell a whole lot of chemistry there, but you know, I, I think we'll hopefully we'll see him for uh, you know at least at least a quarter. We may not see him until the home preseason game. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Sometimes the first preseason game is for a lot of the the younger guys, but who knows? They get to bring the whole team, so. It could in theory. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're right with this whole backup quarterback situation. From what I heard, the uh, the guys, the blue and white game really did not make – any easier all of them look pretty sharp yeah well i think they're all fairly accurate but nobody threw for a whole lot of yards it was one of the quarterbacks i thought looked a little bit tentative in the pocket but really i don't i kept having trouble figuring out which one was which so i I don't remember who it was (laughs) so i'm not gonna Doug, what are you looking for out of this game? That everybody stays healthy. Amen. I would like I would like to come into the season not fifty man games down immediately. Yeah, yeah. That's but otherwise, uh, I just otherwise I just want to see them see guys get reps in, make try and make. The coach try and make the coach's life a little difficult in in picking them or not picking them. So yeah, so just stay healthy and put on a good show. One of the things they're doing this, if you notice this week, I think they have a couple days off, no practice. That's maybe part, from what I understand, part of an effort by. Dinwiddie to avoid what's happened the last few years. Yeah. Yeah. De- yeah. I mean, yeah, they've, they've come out with a lot of injuries over the last few years. So. Okay, I'm just perusing the uh, the the Argos roster, and I I just noticed we have the second player in the CFL 
to come out of the Colorado School of Mines. Mason Pierce. Yes. Who's looked pretty good. Apparently he's caught, he's turned some heads. Well, I, you know. So, hold on. The color, okay. What the hell is the Colorado School of Mines? It's a school in Colorado where they teach people mining. It's a, it's, it's actually, you, it's a, basically, it's an engineering school. Um, and it, they've got a bunch of these uh, things like that in, uh, in the U.S., in their, you know, five billion post-secondary schools, but it's not an easy school to get into. You actually have to be pretty damn smart to get in there. Hmm. And uh, the, the Rough Riders had a um, a backup quarterback, Isaac Harker, who was oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I think I Colorado Isaac School Harker. of Mines. And uh, they're called the the Ore Diggers. Hmm. And they have a they have a donkey as part of their uh, their logo. Mm. Oh Shane! Oh Shane Carwin is an alumnus of it. Former uh, former UFC fighter. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, and and honestly, when I when I heard them make mention of the Colorado School of Mines when Isaac Harker got called into play when the the Rough Riders injured seventy five quarterbacks. Um, I had to look it up and look up more because that was the the strangest name for a school that I've ever heard of. Mm. And caught my eye. And if you know when I did some research, it, you, you they they're not turning out anybody who is not an intelligent human being. You have to know how to work in the Ponash mine. No, that no, that, I think believe that's the Astana. I have to believe that's the University of Astana in Kazakhstan. <laughs> the Astana School of Mines. The Astana School of Potash. <laughs> no hate, we love Anton. Uh, so now, now I'm I'm all of a sudden cheering for uh, Mason Pierce now. Pierce, yeah. Yeah. I want this guy to make the team. Just, just because of the school he went to. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um. Since we since we touched on it, we got new unis. Well, new along unis. with a nice nice new lids. Whoa. I and I know. I've been saying I want stripes. No stripes. I, I, I want stripes. There are no stripes on this jersey. Ours. I'm not disappointed. I really like these things. From uh, the the write-ups we've seen, there, you know, a uh, modernized take on the. Uh, Cambridge blue jerseys that they wore in the 1960s, I believe. Will, can you confirm that? Um, they Was it the had... 60s or the 70s? Well, I think they 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 started wearing them in the in the 60s. Oh, okay. Well, it was by 
They had Cambridge. The Cambridge was the primary color in the mid seventies. I'm looking through that. Um, I mean, well, looking well, through yeah, the well, Jersey well, history, I don't see. Yeah, I mean, but our it, home jerseys in the sixties were still Oxford. I have to look at that one then, but yeah. Anyway, so we're we're going with. No, the, it did say sixties. You're not. Yeah. You're not wrong, but I don't really see what jerseys they're comparing it to. Oh, I'll have to look and find that find that out. Okay, but so the new jerseys. Mm. Um, we've got oars on the shoulders. Very stylized, modern-looking take on oars. And I don't know if you guys noticed this, but there are six oars on each shoulder to depict the six 12 plus men. Six on, equals 12. Yeah, depicting the 12 men on the field at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then they've got... Uh, the the same stylized or is the stripes on the uh the pants and we've got a new new modern uh number set fancy font yeah yeah and influenced, they and they influenced, influenced by the Royal Canadian Navy ship numbers yes that's correct So as as much as you look at this jersey and it looks like a a uh, very I, I'll go with it it looked very Oregon Duck to me initially until I looked for, for closer at it right this this looks very much like like what the the Oregon Ducks would wear if they were double blue. And who but, knows? They they do like to change their color scheme all the time, so they may do that one day. But good on the Argos for putting that tweet out today because it gave some important context. Yeah. Yeah, so the, you get the six oars on there. Now, I have a few nitpicky things that I would like to say about this jersey. Some things that I would like to see, but... I'm not I'm not upset about this jersey at all. I really like this jersey. But I want to know what you guys thought of the jersey. Six words. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> I will be getting one of these. End of. Like these these with the unif- with the uh, with the helmet that we saw, oh man! Like I thought, like when, I remember when Davaris Daniels kind of showed the helmet, showed the numbers, and I'm like, I wonder if those numbers are going to be on the jersey. I wonder if that's the style because I thought it was really sharp on the helmet. Now I see it; it's on the jersey as well. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. 
I can't wait to see what these look like on, on a field. Can't wait to see what they look like. And guess what? And, well, you all can. <laughs> Thursday, June the 1st. <laughs> Get your first peek at them. In home colors. Yep, they'll be wearing the white ones Saturday in, in Hamilton. That's nah, preseason. They only do one set. Still, they 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 do look good. Will yeah, they always do that in preseason. Will Will, you're you're the uh, you're probably the big the biggest snob on all three of us. You're probably not that much of a snob when it comes to Jersey anyway. But what did you think? I want to see them in game action. I didn't like, I don't know, the lighting they had on the introduction was kind of made it look maybe not as good as it really is. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, you, you, when you look at the uh, the oars on them, I think they intentionally did them a little bit lighter. So on the Cambridge, you got the oars in white. And then on the white jersey, you got them in... Uh, in the in the Cambridge blue, as opposed to uh, them being in in the Oxford blue, which is the darker blue, um, so they stand out a little bit more. But there's you know, little subtle things. For me, I looked at these and I'm like, okay, I still want to see some some kind of a strike. Initially, I thought, okay, you know, I would it would be nice on the helmet. But I, I can, you know, I'm happy either way, whether it's on the helmet or not. Well, they went for the number on the side as well. Yes, yeah, the numbers are on the shoulder now, so we look like we've got a complete jersey. Um, and actually, before I get into to my, my nitpicking thing here, the other thing they did was they've, uh, the, the, the first CFL team to sport this version of the of New Era's jersey. Um, which on the bottom of the jersey in uh, just a slightly different uh, fabric cut, whatever it is, it's it's a little bit of a wave on the bottom. It's very, very, very subtle. It's got a nice little wave, like you know, Argo's on the water. Right? Now to my nitpicky things. One, I wanted stripes. So I was looking at this jersey. I'm like, where could you add stripes to this jersey? Because I wouldn't want to take away from a lot of this stuff. So when I was looking at it, I'm like, okay, if you could put one, a small bit of the, the, the stripes, if you turn the jersey on the back of the jersey, you know, there were times we had the, the Argo logo right up at the back on the, the middle of the collar. Hmm. Right now we've got the new era logo right there. We're not changing that. But what I want to see is behind that new era logo is those stripes. Just just a little bit there, just to add a, just a little touch of that. 
and I like the fact that they they threw Argos on the on the jersey. But I think on the wagers you should say Toronto. And I want to see them come out with a uh, with an Oxford blue version of this jersey too. You know, if they came out with the Oxford, I'd buy that too. <laughs> See, my yeah. one, my one nitpick, and I mean, I know it's, and I know it's going to be like, whatever. It's the way the world is, but the price point. Yeah, that to me is a that to me is a big thing because I mean, you want to. I understand you want to try and milk us for as much money as you can get out of us. But like two, it's two, it's over. It's almost like with taxes, it's going to be like two hundred and fifty bucks plus. Inflation. Okay, I'm not okay. You know what? I'm not going to get. I'm not going to start an argument there. I'm not going to start an argument. But I mean. Considering I can, considering I could get jerseys and other sports for half of that, including the shipping and possible any import duties, that's that's the one nitpick. And now I understand. Like I said, people said, "Well, that's the way jerseys are going nowadays." I go, "Yeah, but if we're trying to get more, we're trying to if we're trying to if we're trying to get more people to wear Argo colors, that's not the way to do it." But no, like I said, know, that's a nitpick. I'm still going to buy that. I thought jerseys were running maybe 15, 20 bucks less than what they are. Well, well, let's put it this way. The plain Jane blue ones they had last, the plain Jane Oxford ones they had last year were 180 something. They were over 200 with tax. So, like I said, that's that's a that's a nitpick, but like I said, I'm probably still gonna get one. Yeah, let's see what a custom one would run me. And the the one thing though, they if you, you look on, you can actually buy several players' jerseys right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Yep, Oakman, Kelly. Gittins and yeah, those ones, those yeah, those ones, yeah, you, those ones you can get right off, right off the bat, and those you can get right off the shelf. But you can oh, also he knocked, he knocked get AJ and yeah, Andrew. yeah, you you can also get any player you want. Yeah, and that would yeah, because you can customize it. Yeah, but the, I mean, just right right off the shelf in the last few years. Who have they offered? Yeah, really. Yeah, the selection has been rather limited. I mean, they've offered more. They've offered Pinball and Theismann more than they've offered most of our players. Yeah. So yeah, two, two fifteen for a uh, customized jersey. Yeah, I, fig- I mean, I figured they weren't going to make the costs. 80 bucks to 
customize the bloody thing. Also, apparently with these ones, you gotta really, I hear, try them on. Yeah, and then what? And then once you figure the taxes in, it's it, once you figure the taxes, it's two forty two ninety five. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you're, and then if you're, well, you're probably gonna. Well, I mean, with that price point, you're probably getting free shipping if you're ordering direct off the website. I would hope so. Well, yeah. I like them. I really like them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so do I. You know, it's, it's, I've got my nitpicky things, but, you know, I, I fangirl over this kind of stuff. So I, I will scrutinize it. Is it scrutinize it all? That and stadium stuff. Yeah, these, these do, these do look good. They're, they're, and I think they're they're a big departure from anything the Argos have really done, which I think is why why it's it, it, I'm so impressed with it because honestly, it you know it it takes some guts to try and do something different like this. Mm-hmm. Now, you guys uh, went gallivanting on, on Sunday before the uh, the Argos blue and white game. You went down to uh, Detroit to catch uh, McLeod Bethel-Thompson and the, and the uh, New Orleans Breakers. The New Orleans Breakers. Yeah. Yep, we, uh, we went to see our old, our old QB1 in action. Yes. Now, I'm, how how was that? Like, I know that the score didn't look great. This didn't look that exciting. But your your impression of uh, of the USFL? Um, there's a reason why McLeod's dominating that league. There is a very good reason why. And it's simply because that, I mean, it's a third, it's third tier football and it shows. But the game was still relatively entertaining. Especially when you have all of us down there acting like it's mystery science theater 3000 except just with football well it was, was. <laughs> well at least with us it was so i know the joke was uh, will because it it you'd be able to count the number of the fans in the stands were you able to count the number of fans didn't try. <laughs> it was at least four people. <laughs> I saw pictures of more more than four people there. Yeah, there was there was a good uh, there. Were, 
Rizzo. We get in there and we get siphoned to one side of the stadium. There's like four sections open on the lower bowl. There's one concession stand which moves at the speeds of the tectonic plates. What just to just to you know ease you a little bit on this? When I went down for a Detroit Lions Miami Dolphins game, they moved mm-hmm. at the same pace. Ah, so maybe things. But the, move but slower the difference was the difference was know. there was more of them. I'm pretty sure than just the single solitary concession stand. <laughs> yes. Yeah, probably. Very solitary. And in that game, I mean, as far as the game goes, it uh, what is it? Enjoyed the game? No. It was all right. I mean, I'm not. I wasn't being snobbish. I'm like, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the product on the field because it's football. I enjoyed the facility because. It was amazing. I just, I just wish that there was way more. I just wish that the atmosphere was a hell of a lot better. And I'd love to go down to see what it actually looks like in full, in like in full voice. You know what I mean? So I'm probably going to find a way to get down there for a Lions game at some point. (laughs) The breaker's right tackle has terrible footwork. Well, he's had that since week one, though. Well, it hasn't improved. Nope. Well, our breakers need to uh, get off this two-game losing streak. Skid yeah, they lost to Bart Andrus, for God's sake. Bart Anderson, uh, former, well, another former, oh, God, the fact that Bart Anderson is a former Argo, that pisses me off. Yeah. Well, you're um, who did come say hello. All right. Yeah, he, he really did appreciate us coming down, let's put it that way. <laughs> Even though you were cheering against him. You were cheering, right? For, for <laughs> sorry, what, for what, for who? Even though you were cheering against him. Against who? Hyrulahu. Hyrulahu. Yeah, I was cheering against him, yeah. He didn't see much action, let's put it that way. Yeah. All right, and I think, you know, let's... We're not going to do our our fantasy for preseason, because that would be stupid. But just for shits and giggles, let's do, do our pick em for... Uh, for this whole slate of games, they've got uh, one game on Friday and then a triple header on Saturday. Woohoo! For those degenerates that want to bet on preseason football. Okay. Uh, but you know, there's at least a couple of people. There's no betting lines up on this. Well, I'm pretty sure there's a back alley there. website that do it, does it? Probably. Uh, okay, Friday. We've got Ottawa and Montreal. Yeah. Uh, at TD Place Stadium. Stadium. No, it's a TD Place Stadium. 
You sure? I am sure. I just checked. This uh, this brand new game tracker that the CFL has has got the team slightly oh. reversed. It's got the home team on top. Oh, so, okay. So, so it's in soccer we... mode. It's in soccer mode. Okay. This is North America. The home team still belongs on the bottom. Why does America have to be backwards from the rest of the fucking world? I know it's the way we've done it in Canada too. Like I said, I repeat, why does okay, why does North America have to be backwards from the rest of the world? Why not? Well Or the new or the new world. I think I think the the reason behind that is, you know, we, we wanna say Montreal at Ottawa. Right, whereas the rest of the world is going to say Ottawa at home to Montreal. Yeah, Ottawa versus Montreal. The home team goes in front. Yeah. But in North America, we've been conditioned to say at. Yeah. Right, so that's where that, I'm guessing that's where that comes from. Anyway. Let's not get it. Let's not get into these arguments. Goddamn semantics here. Ottawa and Montreal. Um. Montreal's got Cody Fajardo. Ottawa's got a healthy question mark. Uh, Not Okay, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Ottawa. Who wants to jump in here? I'll take Montreal. Will? Tie. Jackass. Okay. Um, Toronto is obviously going to win in Hamilton. Yep. Uh, that should be unanimous. Mm-hmm. And we've got Winnipeg in Edmonton if they're able to play it. As long as the stadium isn't on fire. <laughs> it may it may look like uh, the apocalypse on the outside of it, but uh, biting it, my tongue, biting my tongue. <laughs> If they pl- if they play, I'm going to say Winnipeg. I am taking Winnipeg as well. I hate to say it. I'm taking Edmonton in their home preseason game. All right. Yeah, because they probably won't because they probably won't win a <laughs> home game all season again. Hey, we play them week whatever. Let's not tempt this fate again. Well, they're not, not going to win that one anyway. Yeah, and and uh, they got to figure out what's. Uh, if their quarterback's going to be back. Because I believe he got, uh, was in a car accident. Toleros? No, Edmonton's quarterback. Cornelius? Cornelius. Yeah. Chris Jones is still the coach, right? Of course he is. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he's so, probably got 75 quarterbacks waiting in the suburbs of Edmonton. No, he's probably got, oh, he's pro- no, he's probably got Deron Carter on speed dial. Hey, Deron, can you throw? Played every other position. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Anyway, yeah, moving on. We got the the last game of the week. Uh, over here, we've got uh, BC in Saskatchewan. Well, Will's know. picking BC. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to pick BC as well. 
And I'm picking BC as well too. Oh, <gasps> clean, clean sweep here. Yeah. But but like but like we've mentioned a couple of times already, the games are made up and the points don't matter. Yeah. So. I I just don't think Trevor Harris is is going to be re- going to be completely up to speed yet. He ain't playing, baby. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's a home home. They usually play play the home a little bit of the home one, but. Yeah, I don't, uh, and I don't think they got much behind them, in my opinion. Uh, uh, dudes, did you just park a motorcycle? Mm, <laughs> okay. Um, Let's see. Got- <laughs> this, let me see who their backup quarterbacks are first. Oh Christ! <laughs> Jake Dolagala, Mason yeah, Fine, who's, and, Jake, uh, and, and Dolagala's been cleared, so he's been cleared of all wrongdoing in that whatever charge he got, I think, isn't it? All right, gentlemen, you have three minutes, and you better make it good. Three minutes and we're out of here. We got three minutes and we're out. Is this thing on? Yeah. Are you hearing it? Okay, well, f- first of all, uh, I apologize for doubleblueorder.ca being down. Um, I got an email a little bit ago. Uh, from our from our t-shirt provider that uh, they were cutting our uh they were cu- cutting our commission on the on t-shirts. Um, basically they were going to slash it by 25%. We weren't making all that much on them. So I told T public to go take a hike and we, I've moved it to Spreadshirt. It is now from my, from my understanding, it is now up and running and, uh, go check that out. Apparently there's also, I believe there is also a sale on right now because I just activated the store. So I at least I think there is. Uh, Welcome to the double blue order. The double blue order merch shop. That's us. <laughs> so we we got a we got the we got the usual stuff on there for now. Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be adding a lot more come the um, when the season starts. But you can get the DBO shirt on there. You can get uh, get the law firm shirt. The spe- our special Grey Cup shirt that we're gonna have this year because we're the champs, and of course the Don't Feed the Crack Horse shirt. <laughs> so you can't you can't go wrong with the classics. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna start with that, and we'll and we'll uh, add more as we go along this year. So so yeah, DoubleBlueOrder.ca, come come check it out. Ooh, they have a tie dye version of a shirt. Yes. Oh, that's new. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. These guys. Yeah. The I I did some research. These guys are a lot better. And not only that, it's a it's a Canadian server as well, so that helps. Cool. I like the Grey Cup one. And j- just just for just so that uh, anybody's wondering, they do have fluffy sizes. Yes. Yeah. It goes all. It's certain shirts go up to six. X. So they go up they go up to dinosaur size. Nice. Nice new digs. Yeah. 
So, like I said, we'll we'll add some more as we as we go along, and and uh, we'll we'll activate some sale. I know I'm going to be activating, probably going to activate a sale. Pretty much, uh, I haven't decided whether probably going to probably going to be for the home opener. We'll, I'll active probably get a sale going. I don't know what I don't know. They give they give us a like a schedule of what they know of what of what the sales are for each week. So what we just got to do is click a button and it activates. So very uh very simple. <laughs> nice. So it's not like it's not like T Public where it's like okay we're having a sale. Thanks. Thanks for telling us tips. You know why can't we save that for another week? You know. But anyway, so so yeah, doubleblueorder.ca. Go check it out. Um, so Clay, you mentioned this to me earlier, um, this, this site, uniswag.com, and they actually have an article relating to the new uniforms. Yes, they did. And this, and this, this site is, um. Primarily, they're they're primarily an American site, um, and they're uh, they're uh, following all kinds of uniforms uh, for all kinds of sports, um, and they just happen to be picking up on the Argos lately. And I saw their write up before I saw the write up on the uh, on the Argos website. Yeah, they have like some really. So they have so they had like a little. They have like a nice little blurb on it, basically, just basically describing it. So, uh, basically saying that the helmets are color haven't sported haven't haven't sported as the main color since 1962. Uh, basically, just a quick. They have like a quick little blurb on it and some really nice high def pictures of what it of like some nice close-ups of what it looks like so you get to see everything so every so you get to see everything all up close and everything and i it look and like i said just looking at some of these i'm i'm dro- i'm drooling even as i'm speaking here <laughs> yeah, but it, it, you know what it's nice to see see the 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 cfl getting some getting some play and they these guys also did uh a blurb when uh bc got their new uniforms and uh when calgary did their new uniforms as well so they are not just uh talking about the the u.s stuff yeah i'm just going through it's like okay so they're talking about so they talk about man city a little bit uh they talk talking uh hey, they, they've even got the uh, uh, racing cars yeah f1 racing cars um softball softball like there's oh okay so there okay so there's the blurb about the new lions uniform okay yeah they you know it's it's one of the many uniform accounts that i follow on social media oh my god they even talking about talking about georgia's 2022 championship rings good lord yeah i guess they did Anything that 
that would would relate the uh, the to uniforms or anything like that. They usually do both. Primarily, they they do a lot of college stuff. Uh, but lately, they've been they've been adding a lot of the baseball um, or the MLB stuff with all the uh, the City Connect jerseys and uh, and everything like that. And they've yeah, just they're branching out and now including CFL. I'll take it. I'll take any CFL content that I can get. Now, I'm also hoping that uh, these may uh, give us some, uh, maybe a little bit of uh, hope for uniform of the year. Because they do do a uh, uniform of the year contest for football lacrosse and uh what else did they do football lacrosse and basketball right now mm. they also it seems very college heavy yes because the, the colleges throw out a new uniform every year they all yeah. trying to re, re, outdo each other in more ways than one And uh, okay, so there's the, so there was that, and then this apparently just came out. I think, to, yeah, this came out today. Uh, came out at eleven, around eleven o'clock. But uh, the Argos, the Toronto Argonauts, are going to be participating in Community Day in Guelph on Sunday, May twenty eighth. So just to give you a heads up of what this is. Uh, community members from across the city of Guelph will have the opportunity to interact with the reigning Grey Cup champion Toronto Argonauts as part of the big downtown food truck picnic held at Guelph's Exhibition Park. The Argos, who are once again calling the University of Guelph home in the spring of 2023 for their training camp, as well as as well as the June the June 1st preseason game, will have, a, will have various activities. Is that even a word? I'm just going to say activities set up set up around Exhibition Park throughout the afternoon, including having a Grey Cup photo booth on site, giving fans an opportunity to have their picture taken with the oldest professional trophy, professional football trophy in North America. Uh, the big downtown food tr- food truck picnic has been running since 2016, with a portion of food and drink proceeds going towards Big Brothers and Sisters of Guelph. Uh, family friendly family friendly community event is free to attend with nine different food trucks as well as a beer tent, wink, wink, on site on site for the day at Exhibition Park. So if you're wondering, so this is running from 11.30 to 7.30 on Sunday. Argo's alumni are going to be, are going to be there from 1 to 2 doing an autograph signing. Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be pinball and maybe a couple local guys. And then uh, from 145 to 245, that's when you're going to see the actual players. And I'm guessing this is list subject to change. But as it stands right now, we have Chad Kelly, Royce Mechie, uh, Tommy Neald, and Grey Cup hero Robbie Smith. That's from 145 to 245. And then from 12 to 4, that's the Grey Cup photo, photo booth. So, and that's at Exhibition Park, and that's on... Uh, the appropriately named Exhibition Street. 
in in Guelph. So just to give you a heads up at the closest major intersection, as I scroll over with Google Maps right now, uh, basically you're looking at uh, Woolwich. I think the closest major. It's like ju it's just north. Of, it looks like it's just north of downtown Guelph. Uh, if you're coming along highway, if you're coming along highway six north, get off at or turn off. It's turn right on Speedvale. Take that to, and then you could just take that to Exhibition Street, hang a right, and it by it's not very far from there. It's like one, two, it's like seven streets, and you'll be there. And it'll, and when you're coming in, when you're doing that, it'll be, I believe, on the right. So I know I'll be going. <laughs> Hope to see some of you there. Yeah, might might be might be something. I'll see what's going, what the fam is doing. Yeah, you're not too far. No, oh, my parents are in Guelph, so. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're pretty sure your pops is gonna want to come out. Oh yeah. Yeah, we'll see what the the kids are well. The big one's not going to be, the big boy's not going to be coming, but he's graduating. He's got prom this weekend, so. And he'll be limping along the dance floor. <laughs> yep. Uh, Is he still broken? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he's not broken. He's torn. Torn, strained, something. Yeah, he's. that. That to me is still broken. <laughs> he he's he's on he's on crutches. He, he had a, the vicious game of ultimate frisbee. Yeah, he claimed his knee. Uh, but yeah, he'll be fine. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he'll be. Uh, Probably not making as much noise as he normally makes at Argo games this summer, but he'll 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 be he'll be doing something in the in the end zone, probably more so more more stuff than he probably should be doing. And he may have a new jersey for for the for the actually does have a new jersey for the end zone this year. Ooh! So he's he's uh, is he he's getting got, a new one too? Well, no, he's 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 waiting for the uh, when they do the um, the player worn jersey ones because he wants to uh, wants to get one of those because he, he he really likes the way they cut cut them for that. So I'm like, all right, oh you, okay, you can, wait, you can spend your own money on that. I'm going to fork out the three hundred bucks that's going to cost me to get you one of those jerseys. Um, but he's got a uh, old signature series jersey from uh, from uh, a Canadian receiver Bradfield. Uh, to to sport along with his uh, number thirty seven jersey this year. So ah, okay, all right, and guys, we for not being prepared, we did talk quite a bit of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I mean, to be quite honest, when are we actually ever truly prepared for a show like this? I prepare. I know you're probably the most Some prepared stuff. out of the three of us. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm not like Will. I can't just rattle off random 
random Margo stuff because I don't have an encyclopedia for a brain. Mm. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Anyway, I think that does it for the Argos Fancast this week. Will, where can they find you? On Twitter at ArgoFans or at www.argofans.com. Doug, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at DougB519. You can find the Double Blue Order on Facebook, on Twitter, and Instagram. Just do a search for us. And we got our merch. We've got the brand new merch store up. Go check it out, doublebleuorder.ca. Get yourself an Argos tie-dye shirt. I don't know. I don't think, well, I don't, don't think I'd put the tie-dye for the DBO stuff. But I will, but I, but that's part of, that's part of the, that's part of the future collection. All right. And uh, you can find me at all kinds of clay on the various social media machines. You can find the Argos Fancast at Argos Fancast or go directly to Spotify. We're powered by Spotify for podcasters. Search Argos Fancast or anywhere else you find the friendly neighborhood podcast. Just search Argos Fancast. You'll find us, listen to us there, like, subscribe, do all that stuff. It's great. Uh, that's it for the Argos Fancast this week. Next week we'll be back with the good, the bad, and the ugly from preseason. Holy crap, we're inching closer to the season starting. Cheers, everyone. Cheers.